Dancing in the old bayou Find your favorite fishing pole Find out where's the next honey hole Only on the top rock fishing show Good morning and welcome to Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting Show. I'm Tony Landry along with Ricky Watkins. Morning, Rick. Good morning, Tony. For our weekly fishing and hunting show and welcome to Kane Radio, FM Band 107.5 and AM 1240. And as always, the purpose of our show is to keep our listeners updated with the fishing and the hunting in the area, along with Louisiana and stories around the USA and the world. And Rick, uh, each Friday, these are the fine people that are the reason we're here. Oh yeah, Tony, we got to thank our sponsors, Alamo Hydraulics, Doors Heating and Cooling, Coca-Cola, and... And home run pizza. And if you'd like to give us a call, of course, you got to dial the old area code, 337, and the number is 367-1240. You can also listen to us online at www.kane1240.com, anywhere in the world. And if you have an Alexa, just say Alexa, play Kane 1240. You may also listen to Kane on any accessible Internet device. We're live here at the studios at uh, 107 West Main Street here in downtown New Iberia, right next to Victor's Cafeteria, which is open. And, Rick, uh, freshwater, saltwater fishing, what you hear? Tony, a little scattered shot, uh, catching a few sockeyes still at Spanish Lake. A buddy of mine went, picked up a few bass. In fact, the uh, day before yesterday, Wednesday, and uh, getting a few scattered reports also in, in the basin, but that's going to be short-lived because it's uh, fixing to jump up a couple of feet, and it'll probably uh, – I still don't see how it, <clears throat> excuse me, it's staying as, as down and low as it is, Tony, with all the uh, water and in the storms we're having in the Midwest. But uh, I've seen a couple of nice-sized chests of Sockelay. They were catching the bigger Sockelay, Tony, like I was telling you earlier on Shiners. You know, the guys are kind of tight-lipped. I heard one uh-huh. spot around uh, Amarada off the river. But like I said, it's, uh, you know, you had a few days, like like a week or so, and then now that the water's coming up, that's going to uh, pretty much shut shut all of that down. Yeah, it looks like it's uh, going to go up. It's right around 9. I'm seeing right around uh, a little over 9 feet, and yep. uh, it's, it's like going to hump up to a little over 11. Yeah, and, uh, yeah two feet jump. It's yeah. 9, 3 going to 11. Yeah, yep. it's 7 or 8 days. So It's uh, a lot of water. It's You're right. Yep. and uh, But in the meantime, uh, fishing's been pretty good. Oh, yeah, so, uh, you overall. can't complain. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, last week, of course, uh, Mike called in uh, with the uh, Wednesday night hog fights and a little disappointing the size of some of the fish, too. Yeah, well, Tony, we, we took a ride that was uh, two, two Mondays ago. And uh, just by the water sitting and then it just falling fast, it, it's what we call bad water. It was everywhere. I mean, it, it was hard to, uh, you know, like Mike said, the scouting told everything. It was hard to find, you know, some, some decent spots to fish. Anyway, uh, with that, uh, so hopefully things will brighten up for him. Of course, the next uh, Wednesday night hog fight will be uh, this coming Wednesday. And I, I'm trying to recall where they Marshfield. said. Yeah, they were going to be back at Marshfield. Mm-hmm. Huh? Is that correct? Yes, sir. So hopefully, uh, of course, um, scattered showers today uh, like it's been the last few days. Uh, yeah. We're uh, fixing to get into that summer pattern, yeah. Tony. They said 20 to 40, which is good, pop-up yeah, showers. So, it, right. you know, it's, it's going to hopefully the lake will turn around and if they can uh, – get some of that grass under control you'll see the lake uh come back to like it, it, it used to be you know yeah you're right about that so uh in the meantime uh basically you, you're hearing some spinner baits are working for people uh yeah uh, my buddy caught it caught those fish uh wednesday and uh he went for like two and a half hours he picked up six at a uh, spanish lake you know just playing around uh, the duck blinds and, and he said he fished a little stretch of the islands in the back by the drain and uh he had a little bit of time to kill so he went back there and picked up a few 
And uh, like I said, with the basin coming up, Tony, I haven't heard too much. Uh, I think everybody kind of, you know, the lake is the lake's been playing tough, so everybody's kind of laying off to the lake right now. You know, I guess to let it kind of regenerate, and uh, and and now that the basin's going to go back up, you know, you're not going to have much to uh, pick and choose from unless you do a little saltwater fishing, you know. Yeah, that's right too. And uh, I was still trying to find some of the results from the. Uh, uh, the SFA uh, Redfish Tournament. Uh, I was looking around for that. Couldn't find any. Uh, uh, and uh, they had their April tournament, I think, on the 22nd. I was trying to find that. Of course, the next one's coming up quickly uh, with that. So hopefully maybe I'll see some of that. Uh, yeah, they fish once a month, Tony? Yeah, once yeah. a month, yeah, out at uh, Quintana Landing. Of course, you got to get out there early if you want to fish with those guys. Uh, oh, yeah. And they fished around 3, 3.30, I think, Uh and uh, I think one time uh, they've had as many as uh, 18 or 20 boats or oh, yeah. 17, 18 boats. So uh, right. it's pretty good. It's a little uh, – it's $100 to get in. You're so much a man. And uh, and uh, it's a big tournament. Uh, they they fish till I think, uh, August is their last tournament once a month yeah. for the redfish. And they have rules and regulations. So uh, – yeah, You know, Tony, once you stand up and fish, you know, eight or nine hours, that's that's a good day. And then, and then if the water – you know, because I don't sit down when I fish. I, I stand up the whole time. And uh, – when the day's over, you feel it, you know. Oh yeah. Oh, and then if the water, if, if you got a little chop on the water, you got to kind of, you know. So it's. Uh, oh yeah. It's you know it's fun, but it's also it can be work, you know. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is, and uh, <laughs> yeah. you just have to look at it. Uh, That's it. As a positive. Uh, Still a better day than than at work, you know. That, the day right. at fishing. Oh yeah. That is correct. So, but those guys they get out there and they go get it, man. Oh and, yeah. Uh, they, like I said, after eight or nine hours, they oh, they leave well, early and they weigh in about three o'clock. So about eight or nine hours. That's. That's a good day. Yeah, what can I say about that? You're right, Rick, uh, in that regard. So, also uh, in, uh, in news, uh, I saw with the uh, state of Louisiana uh, in the Wildlife and Fisheries Commission uh, approved the hunting regulations okay. with regards to the coming years and, and all. And uh, I'm trying to pull that up as uh, yes, we're speaking here with regards to that. And uh, with that, uh, the commission uh, approved the notices of intent for the 23-24 and the 24-25 hunting seasons. Uh, the 23-24 general and wildlife management areas uh, hunting season rules and regulations and the uh, 2024 uh, uh, general wildlife management areas with turkey hunting season and rules and regulations with the migratory birds. So, uh, of course, again, I think this will be the second, possibly the third year where there's no, there's just an east and west zones. There's no coastal zone as uh, we had a few years ago. There were three zones with the duck hunting and all You're that. Talking about and, ducks, okay? Yeah, and yeah. now it's just down to two. Right. So, uh, and also the approved uh, notice of intent included amendments adopted by the. Uh, uh, NOI process, which began in January. So uh, yeah. with that, uh, just quickly, uh, just to go over some of this, it's uh, 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 the resident game hunting seasons. Of course, quail, November 18th to the 29th. Got a leap year next year. So uh, with that, rabbit and squirrel, October 7th to the 29th. And that's on resident game hunting seasons. And the squirrel, spring squirrel, where open is May 4th. Uh, it's open now to the 26th. Elsewhere uh, with the south zone, you know, with your doves and all, which will crank up uh, sometime around uh, September, September yeah. 2nd, yeah, to yeah. the 17th and another split season. So uh, with those zones, so you need to go to the uh, wildlife fisheries and uh, look that up. Don't want to give out any uh, right. incorrect dates oh, and all. Yeah. So uh, you yeah. need to go to those sites yeah, and look the them site. up. Of course, the teal, uh, whether it be blue, green, or cinnamon, uh, they'll have that opening up in September uh, of this year along with the king and clapper rails uh, 
with also uh, uh, other hunting uh, opportunities. Of course, the ducks, the coots, the uh, mergansas uh, in the west zone, they got crank it up sometime in early November for the youth and veterans. And uh, they'll have, I think this is, uh, and I'm not a big duck hunter, but I think no. there are three, se- three splits <clears throat> this three year. Three splits this year? That's right. Uh, or, um, in the, around the middle of November to beginning of uh, December, then again from uh, de- middle of December to beginning of January, then the middle of January to the end of January in the west zone, and it's pretty similar up in also in the east zone. So uh, you uh, hunters, duck hunters, and all, you need to look in that, check that out. On the uh, area, of course, the light geese, a uh, couple uh, splits in the east zone and three splits in the west zone for the uh, snow blue and Ross geese. So uh, elsewhere, the Canadian geese on the uh, east zone and west zone, again, has three splits. Uh, and also for the light geese in the east and west zone. So, folks, uh, you can look up those uh, numbers and uh, yeah. see where you have availability <clears throat> Uh, like I said, uh, want to be safe with that. Uh, you need to go and look up those zones uh, for right. you hunters and make sure uh, with regards to how it uh, suits you. <clears throat> I can remember, Tony, when the, the hunters, they were saying that, uh, you know, they they wish they would either, you know, kind of split the opening days, the, the beginning of the season and, and then the end of the season. So I see now that they've, uh, like you said, they've got like a third split, which is good. They always say, well, man, you know, the birds are just now coming down and the season's closed. Yeah. So I guess they, you know, they came to a little agreement there or whatever, and, and uh, they have a, a little more time, which is good. Yeah, I agree with that. And uh, give those guys, uh, you know, every, and, you know, f- from my recall, <laughs> being my lifetime here, it always seems like February is the coldest month uh, yeah. in the beginning of the year, not January right. or December. you got to love it, bro. I mean, I'm, I get out there and fish, but I, I just don't – I'm not going to wade in water and pick up a bird. Of course, that, you know, you got to – that's that's their thing and their hobby or you know sport and I understand that. Oh, so. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Anyway, the big news coming out of uh, uh, the Thursday Wildlife and Fisheries Commission is uh, uh, six a.m. May eighteenth is the opener for the inshore shrimp season in two areas. Okay, and that time of day, uh, inside waters will open from the Louisiana Mississippi line to the South Pass of the Mississippi River. And from freshwater uh, Bayou Canal to the Louisiana-Texas state line, waters from South Pass went to the freshwater bayou, had opened May 1st, as we'd mentioned on this show. Also, for you houseboat people, I know a lot of you guys, uh, uh, especially the duck hunters, are planning to moor their houseboats on the Chafalaya Delta Wildlife Management Area, having until June 13th to submit bids for available spots for the 2023-2024 and through the 2027-2028 hunting seasons. The berths on the main delta and the wax delta locations. Uh, Wildlife Fisheries managers noted that the highest bidders are on up to 40% of the available mooring uh, points and will be awarded a five-season lease agreement. So okay. uh, for details, you need to go to the Wildlife Department of Wildlife and Fisheries and look that up. With regards to that, on the Atchafalaya Delta, and you can request these documents if you uh, yeah, there's a number to call and all if you want to do that. So uh, you can go to the Wildlife and Fisheries area and find out more info in that regard. So uh, uh, again, uh, go to the site. Now, Tony, okay, if you <clears throat> you're leasing a site to park your houseboat, mm-hmm. so I guess you you have to have 
which you know it makes sense you have to have a lease also for the land that you're going to hunt yeah that's right okay that's right so uh, it's a it's a double gear but you there people you uh right you need to be aware of that and they got a lot of guys that take advantage well, of that you yeah. know go more of their houseboat well, out there and right. stay the weekend or the week or whatever the case yeah. may be uh right. doing duck hunting okay so, i was just trying to yeah, yeah those guys uh need to pay attention to that and of course most of those guys that have been doing it over yeah. the years are pretty familiar they know, with it. They know the drill it's yeah. for the newbies you know the yeah. the people that aren't familiar with it yet have a maybe um spent some money get them a little boat or a house uh, boat and yeah. uh, park out there anyway pretty interesting though right also uh the catch of the vermilion snapper caught a beeline as it's most uh louisiana offshore fishermen will increase this summer after the gulf council reviewed data showing a healthy population in the gulf waters the new acceptable biological catch limits uh, jumped from 3.11 million pounds to 7.27 million pounds, and the new stock annual catch limit is the 5.452 uh, million pounds, up 3.11. As right, we all so said, you know, yeah, the, kind the of state, in the middle, yeah. Yeah, the state just does a better job with estimates with the federal government and all, and the new limits. Of course, take effect uh, on the 25th of May, okay. and the new daily career limits will be posted on the council's website. So uh, I think it's uh, got opportunities to fish once uh, the uh, Memorial Day weekend comes. You can fish any day of the week until uh, the commission until decides to shut it down. Or to hit the quota, yeah. That's right, to hit the quota. But uh, with the quota jumping up, uh, what, 125,000 red yeah. snapper this year? Right. Uh, a lot of opportunity there for oh, a lot yeah. of fishermen yeah. in that regard. Also, the gag group of federal fisheries managers announced that they were calling a temporary rule to stem the rate of overfishing on the gag grouper, the move uh, opening day of the season, the gag grouper in the Gulf of Mexico from June 1st to September 1st, and the season will close uh, November 10th. The action is a result of the stock assessment showing these species uh, has a population too low overfished, as they call it, and too many gags are being caught. Uh, overfishing is occurring. Also, the gray zone, the Gulf Councils are proposing a, a commercial trip limit increase of 16 to 25 on the gray trigger fish. So uh, you can also read up about that, a lot more on that okay. with, with, with regards to the site uh, you got to negotiate through. Anyway, Rick, the Louisiana Department of Wildlife uh, uh, and Fisheries Recreational License Auto Renewals to begin June 1st. Okay. And uh, people, if you selected to have your recreational fishing or hunting license auto renewed uh, when purchased, your license will be automatically renewed 365 days after the initial purchase. Uh, you'll receive a reminder email 30 days and 7 days in advance. You should have already seen those uh with that because if 30 days today's uh, uh may 12th yeah if they started it out uh may 1st so on your renewal date yes, and sir. of course uh the department began offering license auto renewals for the first time last year uh you may log into your profile to louisiana outdoors dot uh, com uh, to verify your email address and payment information is still accurate you can also opt out of the auto renewal anytime prior to the uh Renewal date by logging into your account at LouisianaOutdoors.com. And once a renewal has been processed, your new license lasts 365 days. A refund will not be provided after renewal is processed. So uh, you folks have that automatic renewal on your fishing license and all. Well, just to let you know, it's uh, out there and it's going to take place on around June 1st, so uh, to let you know. And as you know, Rick, uh, you can watch that or go to your L.A. wallet, you right. know, and have where your license is. And uh, if you took the shots, that'll be there along with uh, your license renewal. And you can find out all that information and uh, a little bit about the auto 
uh, renewal is the automatic renewals available to most hunting and fishing licenses. Auto renewal allows you to store your payment uh, information in the system and elect to have your license uh, renewed automatically each year. And if you're a LouisianaOutdoor.com account, you can also select which annual licenses you'd like to auto renew. And the department will automatically renew your license at the purchase price. Plus, they're going to hit you with a little $5 convenient okay. fee well, for using your stored coming. credit yeah. card information. So, And that's with uh, most things. So it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a pretty good uh, – so how many times, you know, and they did this starting, I think, last year is at uh, the June to June. But if you buy your license, uh, just happen to set it up on June 5th, you know, that's when it's going to be renewed again. It's a year-to-year thing. Right. If you buy your fishing license or, or hunting license, it's an annual renewal. So, yeah. uh, folks, uh, that's something that's new. It's not the cutoff. Remember, the cutoff was June 30th yeah. forever. That's right. And uh, now you uh, have an opportunity if you put that auto-renew it on it. Oh, so yeah. so uh, now I kind of see how they, why they changed the system, Tony. That way, you know, they had a plan, and that's, that's good. Yeah, and yep. I agree with you, uh, Rick. Uh, they did have a plan, and also uh, – in the meantime, uh, I finally, uh, and I uh, shared that information with you with regards to, we've got a few minutes here before our first break. Uh, the Louisiana Wildlife and Fisheries Commission reviews the information from the anger. Remember, we promoted that for a good six weeks right. about the uh, redfish and all. And The survey went out to 13,000 randomly selected Louisiana licensed residents. However, there was no way to determine how many of those actually fish for redfish, and the only 13% or 3,900 people responded. That's still a pretty good response. Well, yeah. 3,900 people, according right. to the, the economists who uh, compiled the data for the uh, research. Uh, and, uh, and at their meeting uh, last week, a uh, regular monthly meeting, Dr. Isaac said 158 pages were received from residents' comments. Yeah. That's pretty impressive, too. It's like a quarter. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah, like you said, you know. that's right. Yeah. And, and, and 35 uh, pages were received by, for about, from bow fishing, you know, with uh, the redfish. This red came fish. up big time, too, Tony, yeah. uh, t- more towards the east, east end of the state. And so, you know, with all the marshes and stuff, bow fishing is big time now. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he went over the survey with the members of the Louisiana Wildlife and Fisheries Commission, members at their regular meeting, and the commission members reviewed the information and possibly uh, introduced a notice of, of intent uh, in coming up for June or maybe even their July meeting to accomplish 35% reduction of the redfish harvest. So, And uh, in their December of 22 meeting, uh, the members reviewed the red drum stock numbers, and that's when they uh, seeing the depleted rates uh, are coming about with, uh, with that. Anyway, initially the survey offered 24 combinations to narrow the parameters that people are willing to consider or parameters that would meet the less resistance. Options picked were the 16 to 24 inch option with just 19% approval rate, the 17 to 20 inch had some support, but uh, low bag limits, according to Isaacs. And uh, 84% of the people responded by email uh, fish for redfish and freshwater, 98% uh, on the website uh, survey. So, uh, a lot of information there on that website, uh, Rick, in that yeah. regard. So, uh, yes, sir. We're, we're hoping that, uh, and here's an interesting point people averaged 11 trips of fishing per year in the email responses. Okay. And while the web-based survey showed 29 trips per year on the average, that's a lot of fishing trips out there, uh, in my opinion. It was just not a huge difference between the zones of the red drums caught and according to Isaac. So uh, 
course, the current regulations on red drum are the 16 to 27-inch uh, size limit, five per person per day. Overall, the uh, department red drum target is a 35% reduction in harvesting. Some of the public that spoke out during the meeting wanted the reduction percentage to be higher. So uh, still a lot of talk about that uh, and moving yeah. and shaking. And uh, um, <clears throat> y- you just wonder, of course, I- I'm a believer. The redfish are there. You know, you, you got to go find them, but they're, yeah. they're there. And what they're doing, Tony, uh, you know, what the agency and, and the biologists are trying to tell the public is – they're harvesting too much of one size of a fish, if that makes any sense, because that's that's your reproduction. That's your yeah. most reproduction, you know. You're and, right. And in the long run, it, it'll pay off. So hopefully, they, you know, they'll, they'll get the numbers panned out, and uh, both sides will be happy, hopefully. Yeah, you yeah know? it's just a, And it's, it's good for the fishing also. Yeah, it's just they're trying to get the spawning numbers uh, yeah. uh, back up again right. and uh, what's important. And in, the, in, in a separate, uh, the Louisiana Charter Boat Association survey Data was more emphatic uh, and showing 86% were in favor of banning or greatly reducing the bull red harvesting. 59% were in favor of going to the four bag limit and reducing the size limit. So uh, that's a charter boat captains in that regard. So uh, now, Tony, you could, you know, this, this would be a, a, a bad way, but a, a, a good way to do it. You'd have to have like a little off season and then whatever you catch, you catch, you know, and I, I yeah. You know, it's it's going to be a tough play. Oh yeah, and it's and uh, <laughs> hopefully know? it doesn't drag yeah. out with like the speckled trout. You know, right. uh, uh, they just can't make a decision on what to do. Yeah, and, you see, uh, like with the crabbing and stuff, it got got to the point to where they they just had a little off season. You yeah. know, you got to pick up your nets and everything. That's so, right. Anyway, for a month. That's right. That's right. That's right. So anyway. Well, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. That's right. Anyway, we've got more uh, info to come here on the Cane Radio Wildlife, uh, and, or I should say Cane Radio's Fishing and Hunting to, uh, uh, Guide. So uh, in the meantime, let's take our first break. You're listening to Cane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. We'll be back with more right after this. Locally owned and operated, Alamo Hydraulic serves the oil business on the national scene. Specializing in welding, grinding, and hard chrome plating, Alamo also does fabrication work on cylinders, valves, pumps, and motors of all brands. Located at 2712 West Admiral Doyle Drive, you can call Chris Williamson at 303-3799. That's Alamo Hydraulics, a proud sponsor of the Cane Fishing and Hunting Show. Everyone loves pizza, and everyone loves a home run. Put them together, and you have home run pizza. And yes, right here in New Iberia, located at 3816 East Old Spanish Trail, it's New Iberia's newest takeout pizza, and delivery is available. Dough is made fresh each day, and you get an assortment of toppings. Try the Grand Slam, the Double Play, or Mr. Meaty. They're all home runs at Home Run Pizza, 256-5783. That's 256-5783. We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Whew. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. A new carrier heating and air conditioning system from Dahl's Heating and Cooling can save you money every month. Thanks to the newest line of carrier energy-efficient technology products, you can lower your utility bill. 
Don't forget to ask about the cool cash savings through your local carrier dealer. Turn to the carrier experts at Dawes Heating and Cooling. Call Dan, your my AC man today at 337-367-2511. That's 337-367-2511. License number 6286. Hi, this is Boxcar Badger, inviting you to join me and PGA Golf Professional Teddy Slyman for Chip Shots. Mondays from 5 to 6 p.m., we'll take an in-depth look at the local, state, and national golf scenes. And we invite you to chip in with your calls at 367-1240. Chip Shots is sponsored by the Coca-Cola Bottling Company, GolfBalls.com, and our local golf clubs, Eagle Ridge, Kangaroo, and Sugar Oaks. So let's make a tea time for 5 p.m. on Mondays for Chip Shots on Kane. Stream us live on Kane1240.com and catch the podcast the next day. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 1075, AM 1240, and streaming at Kane1240.com. Welcome back to Kane Radio's Fishing and Hunting uh, Reports. And uh, anyway, I found this too, and I was uh, Wildlife Fisheries uh, and the Commission also, once again, they're reviewing the bills, you know, with, uh, with the uh, reps in the Senate in session right now. Uh, there's some bills out there that pertain to wildlife and fisheries, and uh, they're going to keep an eye on it uh, in the session. And uh, one bill, House Bill uh, 4, was referred to the House Administration of Criminal Justice and dealt with criminal trespass. And we talked about this a little bit right. on running waters. Okay. And the bill is uh, stated that the criminal trespass should not apply to any person operating a vessel on running waters in the state. Okay. And, you know, we talked about that too, Rick, where, uh, you know, you're going fishing and uh, your trolling motor's moving you around and you're going up a little canal and, uh, right. and all of a sudden you see posted signs and a gate and all that. Well, Louisiana has a lot of wild life and management areas have natural waters running through them and there's been a concern that this is going to overturn the jurisprudence of private canals on private property but this may also have an impact on the property that we own and manage as well and i think that's to be determined so uh well, interesting but, Rick. but tony okay I'm, I'm glad you brought that up now when you're talking about digging you, you own 100 acres and you dig a canal down the middle now i know that's that's your property this is a little different but what i'm talking about we have waters that's close to here that is state property, and it's tidal waters. I, I don't, I don't see how they letting these guys gate it off. Yeah, and they do too. No, I know oh, they, they do. do. Right, yeah. And uh, it's going to be interesting, and there's going to be a lot of pushing and shoving about this one. So, uh, especially, I'm a true believer if it's the waters navigable should be open you well, know if you want to dig a ditch or a canal or whatever or yeah, more yeah. on your boat right course, you got to get that approved too with uh, yeah, uh, that, uh, the the right. core you yeah. know you just can't go ahead and do and that dig a ditch, you know that's right, right. You know, uh, so there there are limitations on that too yeah. so uh but a lot of these canals tony they were dug years ago by the the oil field companies you know chevron oh, right chevron texaco now you oh, got yeah. guys throwing up gates oh y'all can't come in here you know yeah. to me that's just wrong you know and it's part of the lake you know yeah. uh you're right and, if uh, it's if it's tidal water or like you said, you can navigate it. You, you should be able to fish it. That you know, I don't know. Well, and as big as it is here, it's even worse east of us too. Yeah. When you go to the Lafourche area and up and down right. those areas in Terrebonne and all those areas, uh, Grand Isle, whatever areas, Barataria yeah. Bay, it gets even worse oh, down yeah. there too. Because I've heard of guys even jumping levees to get in spots to fish because the people gated it off, so they jumped the levees to get in there. You know what I mean? Wow. Oh yeah. <laughs> anyway, also something else, another bill we're keeping an eye on is House Bill 297 deals with prescription of litter violations. If passed, it would create a two-year prescription period, expanding the current six-month period to prosecute simple or intentional litter violations. And uh, House Bill 
299 deals with the enforcement of federal firearms laws, and this would be a prohibition uh, uh, enforcing certain federal firearm laws. Uh, also, we are uh, federally commissioned agents to put this in an awkward position to uphold, uphold uh, certain federal laws but not others. It has not been uh, scheduled for a hearing yet, and I don't know if it will be. And that's coming from Garrett, one of the attorneys for uh, the Wildlife Fisheries Commission. Email, email <laughs> Elsewhere, wildlife-related bills concerning the wildlife uh, House Bill 570 was a voluntary deferred committee. This bill would have established a $5 bounty on feral hog tails, uh, like they do the neutra tails. And Louisiana, of course, as we talked about on this show, has a problem with the feral hog overpopulation, increasing damage they cause in all the parishes, to all 64 parishes. Meanwhile, a Senate bill, uh, 119, a bill that the Louisiana Department of Wildlife uh, Commission opposes, would appeal the youth hunting license requirement. Uh, the wildlife fisheries collected $100,000 from licenses and $750,000 in federal money from selling the privilege, privilege. And there was no discussion of how that uh, money is spent. However, the said youth license for deer and turkey was $5, an amount that did not put a burden on any hunter. So uh, yep. interesting uh, aspects out there with that. And uh We'll see how that all come into play, too, uh, uh, Rick. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, of course, the star tournament. Uh, get ready, uh, folks. It's about, uh, how's my math, about two weeks away. About. Yeah, it begins uh, the 27th of May till September, uh, Memorial, uh, Labor Day weekend. And, man, the f- opportunities you had, the prizes, Rick, are just unbelievable. Uh, you know, with the, of course, we all know the Silverado uh, pickup truck with the first tag redfish. They drop in. Uh, also, uh, with the third to fifth uh, tag redfish, the second place gets a beautiful uh, uh, camper, you know, uh, I think yep. a 34-foot camper. And uh, with the third and fifth uh, tag redfish caught, you win a 19-and-a-half-foot Nordic Star with 115-horsepower Mercury four-stroke. Uh, you can't beat that. And with nope. the sixth through tenth, the redfish caught uh, a Gator Tail Extreme Series with a 40-horsepower EFI motor. So, uh a lot of opportunities out yep. there for folks some, in fishing and yep. all. Some good packages, good, good. Uh, like you said, a lot of stuff to fish for, and uh, it'll be here soon. Like, like you said, what, a little oh, over yeah. two, two and a half weeks, Tony? That's right. So uh, in the meantime, uh, also just some turkey news. Uh, you know, the season produced another higher-than-average harvest for hunters, and for the second straight year, the Louisiana turkey harvest was higher than average. In fact, it's the second best since 2009. Turkey hunters took 2,833 birds uh, in 2023, uh, down only 13 birds from uh, last year, and based on the tag uh, uh, validation data. So uh, good weather also helped out with that, too, uh, with that, Rick. And since 2018, the start of the turkey season was moved back. A reported turkey harvest was constant uh, this past uh, last year. So uh, with that, turkey harvest for the last two weeks of the season increased slightly from the previous years and you know as well as i do that's a tough man you can talk about all the duck hunters all oh, yeah. you want yeah. but if you go turkey hunting and that bird that's a hard bird to uh nail down and uh it's just uh and they got a lot of good uh, uh good hunters and good shooters here yeah. and uh oh yeah looks like uh you know not one turkey was killed in iberia parish I found that kind of strange, but uh, yeah. up above us in St. Martin and upper and lower St. Martin parishes, uh, each had four. Also, Iberville Parish had four. But the big hunting uh, for turkeys took place uh, around Rapids Parish, 
Also, the parish east of that, and I'm trying to think if that's Vernon Parish, okay. 229 birds. That was the most in the state huh. taken in Vernon Parish, uh, which is up above Beauregard right there on the Sabine. And I think that's the Sabine Parish up above that. Yeah. 104 in Rapids. Then you go to the, to the uh, Washington, or should I say the Florida parishes. Washington uh, Parish, that's up where Bogalusa is, 144 birds. Then also in St. Helena, and also it looks like uh, – East uh, uh, Feliciana, there were uh, 113, and uh, also I want to say in St. Helena was 151 birds. And also I'm trying to make out what parish that is. Uh, might be, um, it's not uh, one of the lower parishes, maybe, uh, a, no, it's not Ascension. Anyway, but uh, 109 birds killed in that parish uh, mm-hmm. south of St. Helena. So uh, a lot of birds uh, being taken down, and uh, another great time for those guys, too, uh, Rick, in yeah. that regard. So, but uh, I wonder, well, maybe nobody's hunting them, Tony, because I, I, I know they do have a few, because uh, I've heard them when I'm fishing in, in the basin, you know. Uh-huh. And uh, I don't know, maybe they're just not in abundance, or, or they're, like I said, they're just maybe – you don't have too many turkey hunters around here, well, you know. With the, or they all go up more uh, up north. I yeah, don't, you the, know, the turkeys roost in the evening like a lot of birds, and uh, right. of course they like the thickets and all with uh, the hiding in there and yeah. the thickets and the brush and all. And uh, anyway, you think that would be a lot in a Chaffalaya Basin? Oh, there all is. The water. There, there's a good bit. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Anyway, tides today here on uh, Friday, the 12th of May. The sun rose in Southwest Pass, Vermilion Bay at 6:17. It's going to set it. 7.52 this evening, a high and low tide chart. The low tide was at 3.27 uh, this morning. The high tide will be at 12.32 uh, this afternoon. Tomorrow, Saturday, sun uh, rise, 6.16. Sunset, 7.52. High and low tide chart. The low tide will be at 7, I mean at 4.47 in the morning. And the next low tide at 7.31 p.m. The first high tide will be at 12.57 Saturday. Uh, uh, afternoon and the high tide, the other high tide, 11.16 p.m. Elsewhere uh, on Sunday, uh, 6.16, the uh, uh, sunrise, 7.53 sunset, and uh, pretty much the tide's pretty much the same, 4.47, 7.31 uh, for the low tide. High tides will be at 12.57 and 11.16 on those dates, uh, yes, Rick. And in the meantime, uh, as always, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for these fine people. Yep, we got to thank our sponsors, Tony Alamo Hydraulics, Doors Heating and Cooling, Coca-Cola, and Home Run Pizza. And our motto is always, kids that hunt and fish don't steal and dip.